internet. Hey, internet. Guess what? We're liars. Wait. Why? Oh, can we can we intro the pod first before we get into why we're liars? Sure. Do you want to just jump into the liars thing? Yeah. Wait, let's start off by establishing some credibility and then cut everyone's legs out from underneath them and tell them that we're liars. You mean cut our legs out from under us. Right. Everyone else is probably telling the truth. Still going to have, yeah, Dale, everyone else is telling the truth about everything. Hey, this is episode 61 of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. As always, I am your host, Derek Bolin. And I am your host, Dale DeRuder. And we're liars. Total liars. Because... This isn't the new podcast studio slash Derek's Bangin' Bachelor apartment. We're in the shitty old one. We're in his ex-girlfriend's house. Dun-dun-dun, because we're looking after his kid, and we don't have an adequate podcast table in Derek's new place to... Or any table, really. Well, well, you have a coffee table. Well, I do have a coffee table now. So, the thing they don't tell you about having to buy an entire set of new furniture... For your place is if you order it on the internet, it takes a long fucking time to arrive. Uh, I've been getting various pieces of furniture kind of piecemeal over the past week and for the next two weeks. I don't have a desk on order, so I don't know how we're going to podcast. We'll just fucking do it at, I don't know, we'll figure it out. We wouldn't want to leave our, we wouldn't want to leave our fan Waiting. Literally, our podcast studio is a Tupperware tub. Don't tell the people. The people don't know that. We are in an actual uh, soundproof booth. Yeah. With many expensive equipments. (laughs) Multiple (laughs) equipments. So so many podcast podcast. equipments that make us sound great in your ear holes. So anyways. We're here. Other than that, we have lied about nothing and I probably lied about a lot of things to a lot of people. Not on the podcast. I'd like to. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Only the truth on the podcast from here on out. After that, like one little lie that I would just like to point out was not in my control at all. We even skipped a week so that we could podcast from the other place. Yeah. The other thing is that I still don't have Internet, which is kind of a oh, requirement yeah. to put podcasts on the Internet. The best part about moving, I just did it a couple months ago, is when you go a couple days without the internet, and then when you finally go on the internet and somebody complains about it, and you're just like, shut up or I'll kill yeah, you. Yeah, do you not realize what a fucking miracle this is? People I've like, been living in the dark ages. Oh, social media is kind of being a bad influence on my life. Burr, burr, burr. It's like, yeah, go without the internet for two days. Yeah. Just two days. Just try it. Let alone being in a country that doesn't even have the internet. Or Those aren't, that's a not person who doesn't own a computer or a smartphone. Those people don't exist. Like, could you imagine? That no. Hell. And then people are like, oh, I just, I can't stop looking at things that upset me on the internet. Oh, oh, my internet won't work when I'm in an elevator for 20 seconds. Like, yeah, try moving into a place where you, you just don't have it. Yeah. Or TV. And the second best thing is when you move. And then you don't have the internet for some time. And then someone goes, hey, did you know you could prearrange so that it's hooked up by the time you move in? And you're like, that's not helping anything right now. Because... Is that what you're doing? I probably knew that. No. Is that what you're trying to point out to me? me Because I fucking fucking know that, Dale. Did you tell me? (laughs) When I moved? I think you told me that when I moved. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like something I'd say. (laughs) Yeah. 
Sweet revenge. Yeah. Never uh, thought it could happen there to me. You, go. you know what I like about moving? What? Is moving into a place where literally the only thing I own is boxes of books that I'm surrounded by. And I don't have internet and I don't have TV. Do you think I'm going to crack open the boxes of books to read them? Derek. No. You tell people on the internet no. you read all the time. I, did, I don't. I mean, yeah. I read occasionally. I don't blame I you. I own many books. Do you know how boring reading is? It's not. It's like any other form of entertainment you want to do, you could do it and half-ass do something else at the same time. Watch a TV? Oh, I could do that and fucking fiddle around with this. Um, listening to music? I could do that do this. Fucking reading a book? You just have to fucking, like, stare at this book, like, a foot from your face. Counterpoint? Yeah. You made me sit in a car for ten minutes tonight while you read a clickbait article about Steph Curry, and hey. you don't even like basketball. You or do Steph Curry. <laughs> the thing I needed to know, okay, full disclosure, I've, I've said this before, I am the person loves, loves the clickbait. who falls for clickbait every loves time. It. So I'm scrolling through Facebook, and it says... What's the one word that kept Stephen Curry? Is it Stephen? This this is important. It's Stephen, isn't it? It's just it's Steph, but it is. Okay, so anyways, they're like, what's the one word that stops Stephen Curry from signing on with Nike for shoe endorsements or whatever? And I was like, oh fuck, I want to know what that word is. And then it goes through. Did you think it was his whole history? The I kind of did. I was like, that would make a lot of sense if they said something super offensive by accident. But I don't know that anybody at a company like Nike who sells basketball shoes, whatever, say the word, the N word. But that's not what they said anyway. So basically, I was reading through like his history, his dad's history in the NBA and then his college. And then he had shoes for a while and then he broke his ankle and they did all this shit. And it turns out. The fucking thing that they said wrong was they pronounced his name Stefan instead of Stefan. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Haven't so, they seen that episode of, of Family Matters? It actually, yeah, yeah. I was like... Where he <laughs> turns into Stefan Urkel? Stefan Urkel, the, the fly... Yeah. Wait, what, what happened? Was that a science experiment? What? Yeah, I think it was like a, uh, what, like a nutty professor type thing where he like... Yeah, turned drank, cool. Drank some sex juice. Yeah. Hold on a second. I have to Google the plot of that episode. Talk. Oh, my God. Of all the things to Google, I do say that this is very important. So anyways, back to Derek lying about reading books, which he doesn't do in his apartment. No, that's okay. I, um, I was recently, I was like, I need to start reading again. So, um, all, right, all right, all right, all right. Urkel devised the ultimate plan to win Laura's heart, transforming his DNA using a serum called Cool Juice to suppress his nerd genes and bring out his cool genes. Wait, wait, wait. This resulted in the alter ego known as Stefan Urkel, played by Jaleel White in more casual attire and with a smoother delivery. Mind blown! Thought it was a totally different actor until this very moment. You and was, now... It was the best part about this whole thing is you reading that, like he made cool juice that suppressed his nerd genes. Like, how many SJWs would be triggered by that? Be like, oh, you can't suppress your nerd genes. It's a part of who you are. You got to be happy for your nerd genes and let them pronounce themselves. You should. You should embrace your nerd. I just want to say, if you got nerd genes, you let that nerd flag fly, baby. Yeah. Just like, 
like I do. Play play Pokemon all you want, even yeah. if you are a 39 year you know old what? man. I was thinking about telling this. your friend that you have to go to a Pokemon raid before you can go eat dinner. Yeah. And I that's got fine. a new too, brother. <laughs> that's that's okay. a fine thing to do. I was thinking about this today while I was working. What do you think's the nerdiest thing? I've got four nerd things. You tell me which is the nerdiest. That I play Pokemon Go. Yep, that one. That I play D and D. Nope, because I play that too, and that, that makes it cool. I have a passive interest in WWE. No, that's I actually. I don't have enough interest to actually like watch it, or carry along, but I. Do like it every once in a while I'll watch it. WWE is one of those things that's ironically cool again. Like, people are, like, big oh, into it. They're shitting on it? No. Oh, they're like, I'm oh, cool. Like, I love, I love fucking WWE. Yeah. I, I love the wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's fake. I still like it. It's entertainment. You know what's fake? Movies and TV shows. No. Watch those. The real answer is, you know what's fake? People are fake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. What's the fourth thing? That I'm in a bowling league. Yeah, that's no, that's also kind of ironically cool. Two of those yeah. actually, uh, three of those make you cooler. The Pokemon thing. Uh, I would actually add a fifth thing, and that's that you're an anime fan. But I don't know. No coming that. back from that. But I don't know. No coming that. back. Yeah. No coming back. There's cool anime. Mm. I'm going to say one title. Were you going to say Ninja Scroll? Yeah. Do we Have we had this conversation before? Because I feel like we had. Probably. Because right. Ninja Scroll is the only anime I know that you've watched and liked. I did like it. But. A lot. There is some good ass anime. There's some nerdy ass anime out there too. Like a uh, fucking. There's some anime all about asses. That anime is called Hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist is totally cool. Uh, it's. It's cool. It's acceptable to watch that. What was the one they just made as a movie with Scarlett Johansson playing the... Did they actually make that movie? Yeah, they did. Akira? Akira? No. Something else? Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Right. That one's kind of boring. That's like a... It's supposed to be like existential and like... Are robots humans and Deep. robots have souls and shit? I can fuck with that. Just watch the new Blade Runner instead. All right, sounds much better. Sweet. Sounds much better. And um, Ryan Gosling has like a virtual girlfriend. It's kind of weird. It's kinda, have you seen the new Blade Runner? No, not yet. It must have just dropped on Netflix or something because everyone's like, oh, "I'm gonna watch the new Blade Runner tonight." So maybe I'll watch the new Blade yeah, Runner. Probably. Oh, tonight. don't also. watch it tonight. You'll fall asleep for sure. Ah. Guaranteed. It's one of those movies that it's it's like it's so fucking good, but it's so fucking slow. It's very visual. If you like pretty movies, it's a pretty movie. Yes, yeah, what's his name? Uh, uh, Villa Villa Nueva. Yeah. What the fuck is his name? I don't know. Isn't yeah, it the same Dennis? guy who directed the first one? No. Was that Vel- Villeneuve? Uh, Jacques Villeneuve. He's or is directed that lots of really cool shit. Uh, Arrival. He did. Uh, Cesario. Cesario. Prisoners. Blade Runner 2. What's Enemy? Uh, I haven't watched any of his other movies. Apparently, oh, have you not seen Arrival? I watched half of Arrival and I was like... So fucking good. Again, like super, the pacing was very, very slow. I have to be in the mood for slow movies. excellent movie. And I started watching Arrival and then I stopped. Uh, Hey, speaking of Arrival. Yeah. Well, that wasn't a great segue. I was going to be like, uh... Wait, let me save the segue. All right. Speaking of Rival, uh, did you 
arrive on the Canada <laughs> SkyTrain station on September 8th. Okay, so you remember last episode uh, where Dale and I were talking about how food lineups were the worst thing about the Skookum Music Festival? Turns out there was something worse there, and that thing was measles. Yeah, so uh, the Vancouver Coastal Health Board is warning anyone who attended Skookum Music Festival that attracted 50,000 people that there was some asshole there with measles. And, but get this, so they tracked the movement of said asshole, or assholette. Is asshole non-gender? Yeah, I think any, uh, you can have female assholes. Yeah, okay. So this asshole be it male, female, or non-declared. What do you call people who don't say Non-binary? Yeah. Yeah. Can you say non-declared, or is that like a microaggression? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not waiting, I'm not going into that. Okay, so anyways, uh, this asshole on September 8th, this is the list of, uh, if you've been in any of these places on this date and time, you should go to your doctor and be like, hi, uh, I live in a first world country, but I didn't get those like easy shots that you give us so that we don't get our easy cave free diseases. shots. Might I yeah. add the ones that eradicated community dude, we could do a whole yeah. fucking episode. Actually where I go to them and be like vaccines. I'm old enough to not so have vaccine, but I'm old enough to also have never had chicken pox because it's the same strain as the measles, right? No, it's different. Really? Yeah. I thought if you got the chicken pox, you could never get no, the they're different diseases. This is why I'm not a doctor. Yes, that's one of many reasons. Uh, no, also, that's the only the reason. The complete lack of medical school no, or no. formal training. I was training. like, they're like, here's your doctor final <laughs> certificate. All it is is one question. And it's, Our- is measles and chickenpox the same virus? And I put, true. And now I'm not a doctor. <laughs> okay. So on Saturday, September 8th, Skookum Festival. They went to Skookum. Yep. 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. Closed her down. They hung out there right to the end. Respect. Saturday, September 8th. Aquabus from Olympic Village to Hornby Street. Approximate trip start was 3 p.m. Oh, I guess they're going reverse chronological. Yeah, why? That's a dumb way to do it. Thanks, Vancouver Coastal Health. I guess they're tracing... His whereabouts too? Did he teleport? Because none of this... Did he warp through time? Oh, and then... Okay, so then it goes back to the future. It says, Saturday, September 8th, Canada Line Skytrain from Vancouver City Centre to Broadway City Hall Station, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Oh, I guess they're just uh, guessing when he did that stuff. Because... Okay, question. Yeah. They say that they were at Skookum. Yeah. On September 8th. Yeah. From 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. Yeah. But then they were also on the SkyTrain from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Yeah. So I think. Uh, hey. Yeah. I think. Conspiracy. They're, they're just giving. Couldn't have been two places at the same this time. This is a false flag measles yeah. bet. I mean, it's probably not even. This is a this is a ploy by Big Pharma to get us to take their stupid free vaccinations here in Canada and stop spreading. Okay, next day, where they oh, go. So, the next day, this fucker goes to a different festival. He goes to Outdoor Community Block Party at 1188 Quebec Street, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. And then, September 9th, Main Street bus from Terminal Station to Broadway, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then, he goes to the Noodle Box. You know, I respect all of these things. They had... Uh, Noon to 6 p.m. Fun-filled weekend, yeah. topped it off with some noodle box. Respect. 
Yeah, like two concerts in two days? That's more than this old man could handle. Not bad. But yeah. I also This had, old man won't even go to a concert on a work night. Yeah, dude, go to a concert on a work night? Oh, I don't want to go to a concert on a work Do you know night. how much it sucks to be 39 and tired? It's hell. Oh, my God. Anybody out there who has problems worse than that, I feel very bad for you because yesterday I was tired at work and I wanted to kill myself. For real. Like, offending half the people on the internet wanted to kill myself <laughs> by making jokes about suicide because my life was uncomfortable. Yeah, you're a very stoic man, Dale. Actually, That's no, what I respect about you. It wasn't yesterday. It was Wednesday because we went to the Canucks, Canucks game, game. And I was like, it's Which hockey. was over by 10 p.m. We were home and in bed. Not together. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We were in our own separate beds by 11 p.m. No, we weren't. I was in bed for till midnight. Oh, get a load of Mr. Party Animal over here. On a work day. And I, like I said before, wanted to die. You know what else makes you want to die? I'm still tired. You know what else? Measles. Because fucking idiots started thinking that they knew more than science. I actually had to, I shared this story on my Facebook. I cannot believe that there are still anti-vaccine people out there. These are the dumbest people on earth. Oh, fun fact. I also learned that technically we could get measles. Yeah, because we never had our boosters because we're that age. Right. You're supposed to get a booster, which here I'm preaching at all these other people being like, get vaccinated, you fucking idiots. Well, no, we had what happened was we got vaccinated. And then once we like because we're a certain age that I think in when did they start giving more vaccines like in the 80s? Like after we grew up a bit. When did autism start? I then. don't know. Like that, right around that time. 20 years ago? That was that was when? <laughs> I don't know. This, this is all... Right. No correlation, but that was, okay. that was when. You not wanting to touch the gender binary thing is me not wanting to touch the autism spectrum thing because... You fucking added the vaccine thing. Of course we're going to talk about autism. Oh. Okay. Man. So anyways, after we were done getting shots as kids or whatever, they fucking upped the ante and we're like, oh shit, kids are still getting sick. Let's give them more shots. And then we never got our booster shots because we graduated high school before they started giving booster shots in high school. So yeah, we could get measles. Yeah, which makes me doubly mad now. But I, I thought mean, I was safe because I had chicken pox, which I obviously Totally was again, completely different virus. Wait. Do chicken pox give you autism? <laughs> We're not going to go. <laughs> also, did you know they're now, they're, they're vaccinating kids against chicken pox instead of just giving it to them? That sounds bad. It just seems like overkill. Like, yeah. I don't think chicken pox uh, ever murders, unless you got it like later in your life or in your, when you're an adult. Well, if you get it when you're an adult, you can go sterile. Yeah. Which, Which is... Free vasectomies. <laughs> Bargain. <laughs> um, this is why I think kids, they shouldn't vaccinate kids against chicken pox. Because I had chicken pox, so everybody should have chicken pox. Yeah, I had it too. It sucked. Fuck you. Although, I don't remember the sucking part. I remember I got to, like, stay home from school for a week and watch Thundercats, which was actually pretty fucking baller. I just, I don't remember it at all. I was that young. I think I was like three or four when I got chicken pox. Oh, I was old enough to appreciate Thundercats. So, nice. worked That's out well. So, like and last school. year. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it> was, <laughs> by the way, I'm sterile now. Sorry, ladies. Oh, hey, Dale's a nerd because he watches anime, but I'm okay because I like I was pets. six years old, you dipshit. Touche. That's actually very well defended. The acceptable argument. age to watch cartoons <laughs> between six and like ten. Oh, uh, speaking of cartoons, there's a dope new one on Netflix. The Dragon Prince. Everybody watch it. It's super good. The elves have Irish accents. It weirds me out. I kind of like it. it. Sounds obnoxious. Why would they give the elves Irish accents? I'm like, like the elves talking, and then it's like, well, I guess like elves would have a different accent. And I guess it would be Irish. I don't know. Is that racist? Like saying that Irish people are elves? I saw, what was it? Somebody tweeted something the other day. Yeah. And it blew my fucking mind. And it yeah. was like, to dogs, humans are kindly old elves who oh, yeah, live for I like millennia or something. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. It's true. We are the elves. Because if you think about it, we live to be, what, 80 years? And then you times that by seven, that's like 560 years. So we live to Nice on-the-spot math, buddy. Uh, Crushed it. I might not be a doctor, but I'm <laughs> also not a mathematician, but I can do simple multiplication. So, yeah, like, we are people who live to be 580 in their eyes. Yeah. Oh, the worst part was, the later on in the tweet, it was saying how that the dogs were companions, and they're like, we've been companions with this guys for generations. Like my great, great, great grandfather was his dog. And then, and it's true. Like if you get a dog and it has puppies, you keep one of the puppies and then the dad dies. Do you do that? Don't you sell all the puppies? Well, some people keep one, but like you can have a lineage of dogs and then it's like over the course of one single human lifetime. Yeah. You can have like six dogs generationally. And then it's like, that's a fucking trip, dude. It's true. It's just like you're like, holy That's fuck. That's a fucking trip. Can we get back? You know what's a trip? That people still get measles in 2018, like five decades after the measles vaccine. I don't think yeah. it's five decades, but, you know, close enough. Was introduced. Uh, I'm, I was friends with a, uh, a midwife on Facebook. A midwife, somebody who is responsible for the birthing of children to hippies. Why is it called a midwife? I get, like, that they, like, help have babies and, like, do, like, do they have any medical training or do they just, like, they, you have holes to, with their fingers? I don't think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they have more medical training than a doula, which is just, yeah. like, someone See, who's there to make you feel better. I like the name doula. Because you hear doula and you're like, yeah, that's a crazy hippie thing to help pregnant people. But you hear midwife and you're like, wait, is that like a mistress? Is that like, <laughs> like a halfway wife? Like sort of your wife, but not quite your wife? Is it like a call girl? Do I pay her? Uh, midwife have- is a professional in midwifery specializing in pregnancy, childbirth, oh. postpartum, women's sexual and reproductive health, and newborn care. Midwifery. <laughs> that sounds up to date. Yes. Hey, this is uh, a real. Do you have any other dark age trades you want to share with me? Like, uh, you want to get a necromancer what, like, up here? Uh, black, blacksmithing? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> is the alchemist busy? Because <laughs> I'm sure they could give me some advice on um, So she was a midwife, and I basically was like, people who don't vaccinate their kids are fucking morons. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're ignorant. And I was like, what? It's that, like, 
You're ignorant if you don't tolerate other people's dumb fuck beliefs that are yeah. actually stupid as shit. And this that makes me the ignorant is one. so painful because it's like, no, I'm not ignorant. You're the one who's ignorant because you're not accepting the way humans have made life better for ourselves. Yeah. So reality exists. Yeah. And, and you could sit there and you could like cloak yourself in internet conspiracy theories yeah. and punch holes in your own brain. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't negate the fact that vaccines are like super effective and scientifically proven uh, yeah, like, to eradicate these diseases. If it wasn't for modern medicine, I'd be dead because I had a staph infection. Like if you don't get like fucking crazy antibiotics hooked up to your veins, you die. And I could have died. So all these people are like, oh, you should respect that. It's like, no, because people will die. Like, I don't have to respect that. I don't have to respect Christian scientists who let their kids die because of meningitis. No, because they that's don't fucking take stupid, them to the too. Hospital. Fucking, we have developed yeah. to the point. Like, I, I don't know how, why all of these people, they'll go onto the Internet, yeah. which was also something developed by science. Yeah. And cloak themselves, like surround themselves with other idiots saying uh-huh. the same dumb shit. But they're not like, oh, the Internet doesn't exist. The Internet's not like <laughs> it's the same. Fuck. It's the, all the byproduct of the same scientific community. Yeah. You fucking morons. Yeah. Vaccinate your kids. That's all I'm really going to say. And vaccinate yourself. Dale, let's go get boosters. Yeah, we should. No, I'm not going to do that's Come on. I'm not going to get measles. Well, <laughs> as long as you don't go to the noodle box on <laughs> September 11th. Oh, man, this is the worst thing that has ever happened on September 11th. <laughs> 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 <It's>, oh. <laughs> I was, that happened, like, this year I was like, it was like September 12th, and I was like, holy shit. September 11th passed, and I didn't even know. It was weird. It was remarkably... I mean, I guess it's been 17 fucking years. And... So it's finally starting to kind of ease off the collected... I think it's also that the weapon of mass destruction known as Donald Trump has succeeded in his mission of stopping people from caring about anything that isn't Donald Trump. Yeah. So That's true, actually. Yeah. It's just like erased the collective pain of 9-11 from mm-hmm. our... You know what's fucked up? What? Kids who were one year old on 9-11 are graduating from high school this year. Oh how old does that make God, you feel, you 40-year-old piece so of shit? I like how it's like, hey, man, September 11th passed and we didn't notice. Oh, it's so great. Hey, you want to talk about September 11th <laughs> for like, 20 minutes? This is the September 11th <laughs> memorial episode. <laughs> Of our age factory. It's nice to know we finally moved on as a society, except for us. We're going to talk about it. I was like irrationally obsessed with that shit for a long time. Oh, I remember. Time. We lived together and you were like. All right. We didn't do were like that. watching conspiracy theories. They and were. I wasn't. It wasn't the. I just like like the footage and I have a bunch of memorabilia. Uh, what? Memorabilia. I have like the uh, newspaper that came out that day, like from September 11th. Oh, really? Like the original crazy newspaper. Uh, Which paper? It was the province or whatever. But oh, yeah. It's, fuck, I've held on to it for 17 years. Nice. It's probably disintegrated by now, actually. Yeah, it's probably all it's yellow. It's somewhere. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, newspapers don't hold up to time. <laughs> <laughs> They're made and out that's of- why the whole industry is yeah. dead. Yeah. Uh, what else? I have some comic books that were issued. Uh, they were like graphic novels that were issued immediately at following 9-11. Oh, of telling the story? Yeah. I have, like, 
uh, DVDs with like a bunch of the original television, like news footage that oh, aired, crazy. like ripped to it. It's kind of a trip to watch. Mostly because yeah, of how imagine. fucking dated, like, sh- shit from, you're, like, 17 years ago. That's not very long, but, like, yeah. 2001. Yee. Oh, dude, you look at shit, like, on TV or videos or anything from, like, even five years ago, and you're like, what the fuck were we doing? <laughs> yeah, what were we doing? Yeah. Like, oh, the worst is, like, you see, because it's, like, growing up, we'd watch, like, hockey or whatever, and you'd see, like, old-time updates, and it was, like, from, like, the 70s, and it was all, like, weird and colorful, and then they, like bled into 80s when you're like oh wow they're not wearing helmets yet and it's all crazy and now you see like hockey shit from like 2005 and you're like what the fuck that was that old like you see it and you remember being there and you're like it seems like now like just different like a little bit different styles but you see it on tv and you're like everything was so crazy weird back then yeah yeah come a long way yeah look at us now totally changed started from the bottom now we're here. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, <laughs> I guess we'll talk about more things, probably. Yeah. Hopefully more than one thing. Uh, we'll be back to discuss 9-11 in <laughs> greater detail <laughs> right after this song. <laughs> back <laughs> kevin kevin hart is a national treasure he is god bless that man no nobody knows what we're talking about uh, yeah i'm sure if you're on the internet you, you watch the yeah, i'll post it to my facebook so you all yeah have everyone, to go to my yeah, facebook everyone's friends, facebook friends with dale the kid we're we spent our uh our break here watching the kevin hart being terrified of animals on here, Jimmy Fallon. I'll, I'll tag derek in it so then you can see it if you're friends with Derek and not me. Yeah, which is more likely because I'm a much more likable person in real life. That's oh. true. What no- was that? Notification. Oh, <laughs> we both should probably mute our computers. Right, that would be a so good thing that, to do. Uh, people don't get notified when we're notified. All right, hey, welcome back to the episode of the podcast we're recording. Oh, yeah, I just want to say what we were actually talking about was... On our break, we're watching a clip from the Jimmy Fallon show of Kevin Hart freaking out about animals because he doesn't like... Doesn't like animals, apparently. like ostriches, snakes, tarantulas, or falcons. I'm guessing that dude does not like any animals at all. I'm going to Also, how do you not like... Falcons are fucking fucking awesome. Did you ever... When I was like 11, I read My Side of the Mountain, which you ever read it? Farley Mowat. No, it's very Farley Mowat-esque, but it's about a kid who, like, runs away to live in the woods. He runs away in, like, upstate New York, and he fucking just, like, lives in the forest and learns to survive off the wilderness and trains. Uh, he has a pet falcon yeah. uh, that he trains to hunt for him. And for the longest time, that was my dream. I might have seen the movie. I remember My Side of the Mountain, the title, very vividly, but I don't remember reading it, but I think maybe I saw the book, or maybe a teacher read it to us, because it was like, they read The Hobbit to us, and I didn't remember any of it. That's pretty heavy. But I think I didn't remember any of it, because, full disclosure, as a book, it's pretty boring. Yeah, it's not easy to read. It's even more boring when you're listening to someone read it to you, like a, uh, I think it was grade 
four or five teacher would have read it to us. Oh, the librarian would have read it to us. And uh, I don't know if you guys could guess this, but little old Dale's pretty bad at paying attention sometimes. And I probably was not moving or fuckered around. I was probably just thinking of other things that I thought were better and then just not retaining anything. You definitely grew out of that, and I'm super thankful because it makes it really easy to co-host a podcast with you. Yeah. Well, actually, one of the reasons why it's hard for me to read books, going back to our earlier, like a throwback, just not a funny one, is I'll start reading something and then I'll just start thinking about something else and I'll be like, fuck, I just missed this whole page. And then I'm like, all right, think about the page. And you go back and you read it and you're like, what was I thinking about? Why can't I read? Does this mean like that I'm dumb? And then you're like, fuck, now I got to read the page again. And then you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go watch TV. I love that your ADD is so bad that your brain will actively distract itself. It's like you yeah. don't even need something in front of you to distract you. Yeah. It's You can be totally dialed in with one thing in front of you. Yeah, it's like I'm reading this like fantasy or science fiction about like it's like the sweet battle scene and it's like hey what did chestnuts taste like and you're like who the fuck eats chestnuts anyway <laughs> and then it's like well there's that whole fucking page ruined do ch- the chestnuts make an appearance in this like where does that come from <laughs> I don't know every once in a while like especially now because it's like you're like oh it's fall oh then it'll be Christmas and then every time you I buy, f- you can buy chestnuts at yeah. Christmas why would I eat Roasting chestnuts? Roasting on an open fire. They, I don't know. It's a very it, Christmassy thing to do. It seems like they'd be very gross. They're, yeah. And I don't know what they taste like, but I don't, it's weird because I'll think about what they taste like. I'll be like, they're probably gross and I imagine they're bitter and like taste like green, like a green nut, like an unripe hazelnut or something. But I don't wonder enough to actually try it. It's just like once a year around Christmas, I'll be like, Ew, people eat chestnuts. I bet they're gross. And then... You should try them, and then maybe next time you're reading a book, you'll be able to fucking focus on it. Yeah, I'll be like, what do chestnuts taste like? Oh, yeah, they're actually really <laughs> gross. Oh, fuck, now I have to read this again. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what else is really gross? Ticketmaster. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot, Ticketmaster. Capitalism wins again. So, yeah, the CBC did it, a little sting operation after months of... Uh, Reshmerch and stuff. They went to Vegas where Ticketmaster was having, um, what was it, like a partner's? It was like a, yeah, just a it was like convention. How to sell tickets conf- convention. Like, who the fuck goes to these, like, random tiny conventions? Anyway. It was like a scalper's convention, yeah. basically. So, yeah, it was a thinly veiled scalper's convention. So, CBC uh, sent two reporters who posed as air quotes, resellers. And then during this, Ticketmaster was saying that if the scalpers use bots to resell their tickets, they're not going to say anything. And the uh, Boiled down, what this means is Ticketmaster is okay with scalpers using bots to buy all their tickets and resell them because Ticketmaster will make service fees when the scalpers buy them, and then they'll make more service fees when they sell them again. And they get a percent. It's not like a fixed rate. It's a percentage of what the overall price is. So if a, if a scalper buys a ticket for 50 bucks and they buy like 500 and then they sell – so Ticketmaster gets like a certain percentage of that, and then they sell them for $500 because they went up because everybody wants to see whatever it is. Ticketmaster makes 10 times what they did the first time. So 
They just get to roll around in a boatload of money. Yeah. So for people who have never purchased a ticket to a live event before, uh, basically, Ticketmaster is essentially what? Like a monopoly on yeah. ticket sales now, right? Like, like the majority <laughs> of them. Yeah. You can't. Pre- you pretty much can't go to major events unless it's without going through Ticketmaster. Like there were some other promotional companies, but you just like. You just can't hold up because Ticketmaster is just fucking there. They're yeah. too big of an em- entity to Like any out. any major sporting event, uh, most major concerts. Uh, yeah, and it's bullshit. And Ticketmaster uh, found a way to, yeah, essentially double dip on, on ticket sales because yeah. they will uh, sell tickets to whoever. And then they also host a secondary ticket exchange where people can go to... Uh, sell allegedly unused yeah. or unwanted or, or resell tickets. Yeah. Uh, so Ticketmaster is making what was the there was a fucking number here. Uh, if Ticketmaster collects twenty five dollars and seventy five cents on a two hundred nine dollar ticket on the initial sale, if the owner posts it for resale for four hundred dollars on the site, the company stands to collect an additional seventy six dollars on the same ticket. Uh, so Ticketmaster has essentially created this secondary marketplace where they can make a fuckload of money yeah. by allowing people to uh, basically work around their own rules yeah. to to resell ticket like scalp tickets. Does is StubHub through Ticketmaster? No, is that StubHub's uh, that's actually a good question. Yeah, and another thing that Ticketmaster is doing is they're launching a new what is it, like an app or like online site for like air quotes resellers to use? And the only way you can get on this site is to register with Ticketmaster. So it's like these scalpers will kind of accrue how much money they pat- they sell these tickets for and how much they make. And once they make a certain per, like once they get like a hundred thousand dollars of moved tickets, they'll get their percentage that they have to pay Ticketmaster will go down by like a percent or something. So I don't know the actual numbers of this, but so what it is is Ticketmaster is just like this ungodly monopoly. Like Derek said, they're like double dipping in the same shit. But then they're like got this like pretty sweet incentive for these people to actually sell a whole bunch of money because then they'll have to pay Ticketmaster a little bit less. So there are these secondary. So StubHub is uh, there's all these ticket reselling apps now that are popping up. Uh, StubHub is one. SeatGeek is another one. StubHub is allegedly owned by eBay. So not Ticketmaster. Okay. Uh, SeatGeek, uh, according to this thing, I just Googled. Uh, SeatGeek. Just say Wikipedia. Well, it's it's on. Uh, SeatGeek reached an agreement with the Dallas Cowboys to serve as the team's primary ticket office, replacing Ticketmaster. Nice way to go, Dallas Cowboys. So, uh, yeah, not not hmm. bad. Wait, is that Mark Cuban who no, owns the Dallas Cowboys? That's the Dallas Mavericks. That's the basketball team Wait. in Dallas. Who owns the Cowboys? Uh, Jerry Jones, the fucking, like, one of the most hated, the old, rich, white guy. The billionaire, rich, white guy sports owner. Dale, mm, that one. You're you going to have to narrow it down. You know? No, that one. That Wait, single. is that the guy who said some racist stuff? That's the guy trouble? who basically, yeah, he is. 
Oh, you're being, you're making the joke. <laughs> yeah, I was making yeah. the joke. It's funny how they don't take a football team away from a racist old rich white guy, but they'll take a basketball team away from him. Well, I guess they didn't take it away. They made himself. What team was that? Uh, the L.A. It was the Clippers, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. So yeah. Moral of the story is, yeah, and it's pretty evident because every time somebody wants, so I'm trying to get back on track here, every time somebody wants Doing to buy, like, tickets to a super big concert, like, say, I'm just going to say Garth Brooks because I remember my brother's wife was trying to get Garth Brooks tickets, so she, you could only buy, if you're not a scalper, this is why people are so mad, is because if you're not a scalper through Ticketmaster, you can only buy a maximum of like, say, six tickets to these concerts. And you have to log on and kind of get lucky because the stuff goes through so fast that not everybody who wants them can actually buy them. And so what's happening is Ticketmaster, when I said they're allowing them to use bots and stuff, what they would do is they would use their computer science nerdery. I don't actually know exactly how they do it, but so that they could surpass not only the waiting in line to buy tickets, but also the six maximum. So these guys could buy with their bots a whole bunch. And of course, Ticketmaster, like we were outlaying before, is like, oh yeah, you're not allowed to do that. But they don't enforce it because they're making money when they do that. And uh, Ticketmaster denies these allegations. Oh, well, I can see why they would, but like... <laughs> Could you imagine if a company was like, yeah, yeah, well, uh, we're pieces of shit. We made a whole bunch of money. You can't take it back. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Not go to concerts and sporting events? Yeah. That'd be dumb. And if we were real smart, we would research like lawyers and shit to see if this can get busted up by a monopoly can they still, like, break up monopolies? Like, what is that? Like, antitrust laws and yeah, shit? Yeah, those are supposed to exist, allegedly, to protect consumers. Yeah. I think that uh, the po- the politicians that are politicking right now have kind of laxed on antitrust because you figure, like, Disney wouldn't be able to buy Fox, Marvel, all those other companies because that seems like that's kind of setting up an entertainment monopoly too well they don't own all the entertainment though that's the thing is that there is still there are other media conglomerates that own a ton of shit yeah like universal i guess instead of us just asking out or me asking out loud and supposing i could probably google this and look at a wikipedia you could you could even do it on the air right now i could talk about stuff I could talk about things. Let's not do it. Let's just move on. Okay. Or do you want to talk more about Ticketmaster? No. Let's talk about uh, Norm? Norm Norm McDonald? Norm McNorm? Norm Norm McNorm is at it again. Oh, let's talk about another guy I think is super funny and offends a whole bunch of people. Well, this one. I don't know. I'm not super clear. Like, he didn't didn't get me tooed or anything, so just uh, settle down. He's just old and uh, are we even allowed to say crazy anymore? What, Norm? I feel I like think he's crazy. I feel like since he's crazy like a fox. Yeah. Anyways, he um, was it during an interview or something he said this? Uh, it's our, I'm already having a hard time finding it. Yeah. Uh, basically he made some comments. Oh, here we go. Yeah, just paraphrase it. Uh... 
your you will re be redirected back to your article in five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second. Here we go. Gotta love those unskippable pop-up ads on the internet. Oh Christ! And that brought me to the bottom of the article. All right. Uh, Norm Macdonald's appearance on Tonight Show was canceled. Comedian stirred controversy with remarks about the Me Too movement and the treatment of Louis C.K., Chris Hardwick, and Roseanne in recent scandals. Uh, in an interview with Hollywood Reporter, McDonald said he was happy the Me Too movement has slowed down a little bit. It used to be 100 women can't be lying, and then it became one women can't lie, and then it became I believe all women. And then you're like, what? Like that Chris Hardwick guy really got the blunt end of the stick there. Uh, yeah. So Chris Hardwick was basically, I think we covered it on that episode. Oh, we covered it extensively. Basically, he's a super big piece of shit who's like a narcissistic, almost megalomaniac where he like, had all these stupid rules his girlfriend couldn't follow. Yeah, he was like, like a controlling, uh, very emotionally and mentally abusive piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, and his his ex went on the record basically saying as much. Uh, he's attempting his redemption tour right now. Uh, Louis C.K., yeah, that was not good. He uh, J.O.'d in front of some girls. Roseanne Barr got uh, fired for saying racist I think we talked that about internet. that, too. Yeah, she basically said... She didn't get me tutored or anything. She basically was how you like you hear Roseanne talk a joke and then she tweeted exactly like you think Roseanne would tweet. She said she compared some uh, was she like she was a mixed race girl. She called said she looked like a monkey or something like the stupidest, dumbest, like oldest racist. Yeah, like the fucking. Yeah, like. The most like tired racist yeah. tropes, but that's just who, who Roseanne is. Hey, these uh, people are different colors, look like animals. Yeah, we get it. Norm Move actually on. got his start writing for Roseanne, apparently, which is why he. Yeah, and he was writing on her new show. So he went on to say, uh, "There are very few people that have gone through what they have, losing everything in a day. Of course, people will go. What about the victims? But you know what? The victims didn't have to go through that." Victims of sexual assault or uh, emotional abuse or just, like, shitty, tired racism didn't yeah. have to lose their TV shows. Um, this was... The, I'm, I'm going to just fucking come out and say it. Uh, this was, like, weirdly... Uh, weirdly coordinated with the launch of Norm MacDonald's new TV show. Yeah. Uh, these were, like, really tone-deaf, stupid things to say. Uh, and I honestly feel like, yeah, they were garbage things to say, but uh, I, I almost feel like it was a publicity stunt. Yeah, it's either a publicity stunt or uh, Norm MacDonald just let you peek at his cards and he's got some big fucking skeletons in the closet <laughs> yeah. that he knows will pretty much tank his kind of, I guess at this point, mediocre career. Like, because he's like... Fucking had a career that fell apart like two or three times. And it's weird because, yeah, like you said, he said all this shit and then his show comes out on Netflix like three days it was, later. It was actually three days later, yes. Yeah. And I don't know. If you haven't seen the show, it's just like him at a desk talking to a celebrity. Like the first episode is David Spade. And it's actually pretty funny. Um, 
He's kind of like Norm Macdonald has this weird, like, he'll ramble and launch into non-sequetchers and kind of, like, fuck with his guest a bit because it's a bit funny. And I don't know. By the end of an hour, you're like, all right, we get it. This is annoying. It's like listening to Outrage Factory. No, Outrage Factory is amazing. Yeah, we would never say anything to defend offensive people. Like, Like, what he was saying, like... He said, yeah, they had all their stuff, like their whole empire fell in a day. And you're like, oh, that's kind of shitty. And you're like, oh, wait, they're racist and like sexual abusers. Maybe they didn't deserve to have that empire. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't have an empire. And you know what? Normally their victims don't have empires either. But like people who are victims of like sexual assault or abuse uh, usually don't have those things because they have to carry the fucking shitty baggage that people wreaked on them. (laughs) And with the Chris Hardwick incident, he actually like stymied her career by demanding that she pay more attention to him and not like go out and do things that would help her career. So yeah, like, I don't know, like, with the Louis C... I had a lot more trouble with the Louis C.K. thing because I used to think he was so fucking funny. Norm MacDonald's always been, like, a chuckle here and there. You're like, yeah. <laughs> like, his stand-up comedy. Like, he has a stand-up special. I think he has two on Netflix right now, and they're pretty good. He was... Uh, I feel like he was the best uh, weekend update anchor that Saturday Night Live ever had. You want to hear something controversial? Sure. Yeah, he's the best weekend update, you know... The worst segment of Saturday Night Live. Like, of all of Saturday Night Live. You're just like, oh, it's Weekend Update. Great. No, that was the best. No. That was the best. Well, actually, I don't even like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, oh, let's watch fucking 10 skits with Chris Kattan playing a stupid hyperspazoid. And then Weekend Update's the worst part of Saturday Night Live. You idiot. You're right. The you whole moron. show is garbage. <laughs> like, <you laughs> My whole thing buffoon. about Saturday Night Live is, yeah, with Jimmy Fallon on he's like laughing through every skit. And you're like, why is this guy on my TV? Yeah, that was also like, I don't understand why of everyone from that cast, his was the career that like yeah. really took off. It was funny because it like... He left, and his career kind of faltered, and then out of nowhere, he got, like, the Conan O'Brien show. Yeah. Well, I guess he had that. uh, Did he have a show, like, late, late night or something? I think he had, like, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. He probably got that, and then. And now he has the the Tonight Show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like. Oh. Legendary. Did he he take over for Jay Leno? No, he took over for, it was. Conan O'Brien went and took over the Tonight Show yeah. from Jay Leno. Yeah. And then lost that job. To Jay Leno. No. To Didn't Jay Leno take it back? To Jim. Uh, I think that's what happened. So, yeah, I think. Who were you going to say to Jim? No, because something happened. Conan O'Brien lost his show, and then Conan O'Brien got his own show again. And then Jimmy Fallon took over. And it was oh, just yeah, like, no. Jay Leno did. So Jay Leno, from 1992 to 2009, Conan O'Brien was there for basically, like, six months. And then Jay Leno came back and took it again. And then Jimmy Fallon got it. Yeah, Jay Leno took it for four years. And Jimmy Fallon's had it since 2014. Hmm. 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 Makes you think. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, Jimmy Fallon sucked. Jimmy Fallon was not, like, the funniest thing Jimmy Fallon ever did on Saturday Night Live was, like, laugh during skits. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I don't know. It's just, 
It's just like instead of making a show that's all like live and they're doing it, maybe do some writing and some shooting. I like scripted shows way more than I like sketch comedy. I do not like sketch comedy at all. Or improv comedy. Like whose line is it anyway? Everyone's like, ah, so funny. It I'm was like, pretty funny. Yeah. Once in a while it's funny. It was pretty funny. No. When it was when it was funny, it was really funny. No. Also, live improv isn't awful. Yeah, it is. Depending on like if you go see like professionals. Yeah, it's still pretty bad. Like if you go see a group of like 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 on Granville Island? Or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Gravel mm. at the uh what the fuck is that place called? I don't know. The, do they still do that? The theater. Yeah. I'm pretty the, sure. Yeah, the theater at Granville Island that everybody's been to, that everybody went and watched um, improv. And they're like, oh, it's so funny. And then they like went on with their day. I don't know. I've just never thought it was funny. Ah, I respect it because uh, I tried doing an improv workshop once at that place on Granville Island. Yeah. And uh, it was hard. Oh, it's fucking like first first day I went. Yeah to it and then the second day I was like fuck no I'm not going back like it was, it was <laughs> oh, terrifying really? yeah I just skipped uh, out on the rest of it <laughs> like I was like I oh, can't dear. I can't do this <laughs> so that was my experience doing improv and I have a lot of respect for people who do it even if they're not funny and they suck well I've never tried it so I can still disrespect it alright I can get that's behind that that's how stuff works hey we're at an hour anything else you wanted to talk about today Dan uh, let me just look at the list there just, uh, anything we want to cover uh oh one thing i have to cover because i know you and me both hate the beatles my older brother neil hates the beatles paul mccartney in an interview said that he and john lennon used to jerk off in the same room at the same time so all you middle class people think you're uppity liking the beatles think you're cultured those guys used to jay off with each other. Yeah, How do you also, like that? you're listening to our podcast, and me and Dale jayed <laughs> in the same room also many times. Oh, did you not? Uh, that was actually just me doing yeah, it. No, I think these guys <laughs> jacked off at the same time. And Do you want to pull up the actual McCartney quote? Dale wasn't asleep. Oh, he said it was. <laughs> I, oh, wait, I've, I've got a sound clip. He's like, yeah, me and Joel Lennon, we used to J.O. all the time. It was great fun. We're terrible people. Our music is shitty. Except for Wings, because I got all my life together, and you I went, actually turned into a person. You went Kennedy there for a yeah, second. I did. I did. I did. So, welcome to Dale's Accent Corner, where I'm terrible at accents. The best thing is, I'm good at accents for like half a sentence, and then they just kind of float away. Uh, we were over at John's house, and it was just a group of us. What, who? A group? Yeah. I thought it was just the two. Uh, I and thought instead they were of like, getting roaring drunk and partying, I don't even know if we were staying over or anything. We were all just in these chairs, and the lights were out, and somebody started masturbating. So we all did. You know? This is so much worse than I thought it was. I thought it was like, yo, it's the sex days. We're partying, jerking off. But he's like, hey. Remember that time we were all dead sober? There's a group of us. We all jerked off. Wait, wait, wait. It gets better. Yeah, yeah. Given the lack of internet or material they had to work with, the men just shouted out names to conjure up imagery. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. It's, 
If I didn't um, hate the Beatles before this. Imagine me and you jerking off in a room together and I'm just like, Ginger Spice. <laughs> like, would that do it for you? No, because you know what would happen? We would immediately start naming horrible people to just screw to up the other peers. And we'd be like, Rita McNeil or somebody else. Roseanne Barr. <laughs> and then it'd be like, oh, I finished. Okay, that okay. got weird. Hey, you know who oh, else? What? Wait, were so, you done with the Beatles jerking off thing? You want to do it? Do it. Say your bit. Okay. Say your bit. So, so Paul McCartney said that him and a group, not only just him and John Lennon, but a room full of guys sitting in chairs. I don't know. Is it weirder that they're sitting in chairs or laying down? Depends on the chair. I picture like this being the 60s or 70s. They were yeah. probably those cool ass like futuristic looking pod chairs. Like plastic, just like a like a jerk off capsule. Do you think like it was like one of those furry Shea lounges that just got full of jizz and all the fur? Gross. John Lennon, you should be Oh Paul McCartney gross. So anyways John Lennon's dead. He can't he can't. Paul McCartney says that him and a group of guys jerked off together and it was great fun. And I was like, what? Isn't that what everybody else calls the white album? We should end on that sweet joke. Well, no, because I had another, uh, I had a segue I wanted to do. Okay, do your segue. Okay. Uh, you know who didn't jerk off in a room together, confirmed, this week also? Who? Bert and Ernie. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. The, where, where are we here? Uh, oh, apparently, you mean, it's like, it's like Ross and Rachel for little kids. It's like, are they gay? Nah, they're not gay. Wait, are they gay? Nah, they're not gay. It's like. Every five years, there's like, maybe Bert and Ernie are gay. Uh, what happened here? Oh, okay. Uh, I always felt that without a huge agenda when I was writing Bert and Ernie. So this is one of the original writers for Sesame Street, Mark Saltzman. Uh, worked for them for 15 years. Uh, basically said that I always was writing them as gay characters. But not like sexualized gay. Just like they're two grown men who dress similarly and live in a house together and have lots of wacky adventures. Uh, so he was writing them as gay characters and uh, Sesame Street came out and said conclusively, no, they're not gay. They're puppets. Yeah. Uh, what's your take? I feel like attributing sexuality to kids' puppets is wrong to begin with because – Sesame Street's aimed at what, like five and six year olds, and preschoolers, yeah. So they shouldn't even have any aspect of any sexuality. Like you don't really think about Kermit the. F- oh wait, they weren't on. Were Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy on Sesame Street ever, or were they just part of the Muppets? No, that was Muppets. You're smashing. Okay, what was a male female relationship on the Muppets? Kermit and Miss Piggy. No, I mean on Sesame Street. So. There wasn't one because it's for preschoolers. Yeah. So anyways, Muppet was more adult themed. Yeah. So it was what strongly implied. That what Kermit I'm and saying Piggy is they fun. never had like a male female hinting at sexual relationship on Sesame Street because you don't really need to bring that aspect of anything. And another thing I feel like is it's actually detrimental to make Bert and Ernie gay because. It's a stereotype because you have these two guys that are friends. 
living together. And people are like, <laughs> they're probably gay. And then somehow that type of reasoning just came empowering because it's like, <laughs> they're probably gay. And someone's like, yeah, they're gay the whole time. Oh, okay. Now it's like, it's kind of just reestablishing those like stereotypes that dudes can't have a plutonic type friendship like that. Yeah. Two dudes who hang out all the time and record podcasts together. Maybe and occasionally Ernie. jerk off in the same room. Yeah. Hey, we were just shouting out names. The lights were off. It was good fun. <laughs> Bert! <laughs> <laughs> Frank Oz, the, the legendary puppeteer, basically went on the record being like, uh, which, oh, Mark Saltzman, the guy who wrote Bert and Ernie, yeah. was himself gay. Mm. 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 Wait. So <sighs> unpack that. When what day was this? What year was this when he was writing it? Oh, like the se- uh, like 70s probably. So, when those super old dudes who oh, had 1984. This giant fear of the homosexual agenda where there was this big, like in the 80s, there was this big fear that um, cisgendered males used to have that artistic men who were gay were trying to undermine, like, I guess, straight art forms and make all their kids gay in secret. This is still a thing a lot of people believe. So The, the 80s were not that long ago. Like, so this kind of adds credence to that, whereas it was like, these guys were like, oh, yeah, those characters who weren't supposed to have any sexual orientation or have any sexual inclinations, they were gay the whole time. And I did it because I want everybody to be gay. Yeah, I totally believe in the gay conspiracy. Like, now. I don't think there's anything wrong with people being gay. I just think that you shouldn't be introducing sexuality at that age. Like, what are you going to do? Like, be like, oh, uh. Big Bird was a girl the whole time, and Snuffleupagus and him were fucking. Wait, was Big Bird a girl? No. That's what I'm saying. Are you sure? No, he's genderless. Wait, was this, wasn't Big there talk... Bird a girl? Wasn't there talk about Snuffleupagus actually being, like, a figment of Big Bird's imagination? Was that, like, a thing? He was, like, his imaginary friend, and, like, no other... Ses- or did I just dream this all up? I don't think Big Bird's a girl. Big Bird's a boy. Yeah. Otherwise, he'd be Deep Bird. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. And I'm the funny one. Anything else you would like to add today, Dale? Um, Oh, yeah. The Seth Rogen thing? Yeah. How did you not know you could control the duck with the second hang? Okay. So, anyway, Seth Rogen put out a tweet saying that on Duck Hunt, the original Nintendo game, you could control the duck with the second player controller. But everybody knew that, and I'm pretty certain it was in the instruction book, instruction manual for the game. And I don't know if everybody's ever used to read the instruction manuals. I did because I grew up with two brothers and a sister, so not everybody could play the game at the same time. So I'd read the instruction manual while I was waiting for my turn. But do you want to know a real sweet trick on how to finish Duck Hunt, Derek? It's a life, It's a little hack. So if you're playing Duck Hunt on like an old tube TV, I don't know if it works on flat screens, but I did it on a tube TV. That totally works. 
you turn the the brightness on the TV all the way up, and then no matter where you shoot on the screen, it'll hit the duck. Oh, cool. Yeah, so you can finish the game doing that. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I don't it, think I ever finished Duck Hunt. Yeah, nothing happens. Sounds about right. Those those did I those finish video it? games back in the day. I don't know if I did Monuments that and finished it or if I did that and got bored and didn't finish it. But yeah, it actually works. I tried it. So uh who even has a fucking like why would anyone's mind be blown? Everyone's like Whoa, crazy, that thing I will never get to try or do because Nintendos don't really exist anymore. Yeah, well, they sell those, like, classic Nintendos. Yeah, but is that, does that trick work on that? Probably. Well, I imagine if it's still the same light sensor gun because the way the, like, um, the gun worked through light sensories or whatever. I don't know. I But I don't think that Duck Hunt came with that classic the NES classic because it's garbage. So that's all I got. Do you got anything? Else? No, I'm just looking up if if the gun uh, works with with the old with the with the new one. Yeah, I don't think it does because I think the new controllers that come with the NES classic are USB plugins. I don't think they have the same port. As the old ones, we've got to know someone with a NES classic. Like not the not the Keenan has one, but doesn't like he? A, like the original NES. Keenan has one, doesn't he? Probably sounds like something. Keenan Robin would has one, doesn't he? Sounds she? like something Robin would have. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, Keenan, you listen to this once in a while. Do you have a classic NES? Hey, Keenan, if you do, let's play Duck Hunt. Let's turn the brightness up to maximum and finish the fucking game. Okay. How's this for a question? If you were to play Duck Hunt right now, how long before you're bored of it? Oh, 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 like, like one, one, one round. Like I could shoot three ducks and then I'd be like, like yeah, literally exactly. I could like pull out a fucking like any mobile game on my phone. It would be more entertaining than that. Yeah. Fuck. Exactly. Our Fuck. childhoods were awful. Yeah, dude. Remember playing games that had like no autosave? And they were just hard as fuck. Like, NES games were so hard. Oh, God. The worst video game of my experience, like, my entire life. Two movie tie-ins. Back to the Future, the NES game. Oh, that game sucked. So fucking awful. And, like, the hardest piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, And Who Framed Roger Rabbit also was the absolute fucking worst. (laughs) Do you think we had, like, little kid strokes? From how frustrated we got playing NES. Oh, I would like. Dude, like Mega Man and shit. Like I would play that and I would die and I would just get like so mad. And like I went to one of my friend's house and I was playing with his Nintendo and there was like teeth marks in his controller because he would get (laughs) so mad. He would just like bite down on it hard enough to put teeth marks in it. And it's like. Also, his teeth were all busted and shit. (laughs) (laughs) I would like, I would take the controller and just like beat the fuck out of it. But those things were durable, man. They took a. They had to be. But I bet I pulled that with my Switch. Ooh. My Nintendo Switch. Fucking one one smash on the ground. That's it. It'd be like a Lego explosion. Good thing I don't have rage (laughs) issues anymore. Yeah. Wow. Not like when I played Nintendo when I was a kid. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I have been Derek Mullen, your co-host. You can tweet at me on the Twitter machine at Herder. 
I am Dale DeRuder. You can tweet at me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can tweet us both at OutrageFactPod or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OutrageFactPod. You can find us in the iTunes store. It's free. Uh, if you listened to today's episode and you liked our one hour plus, uh, one hour, ten minutes of idiot ramblings, yeah. uh, please feel free to leave us a review, tell your friends about us, throw us some cash on Patreon if it tickles your fancy, uh, mash that subscribe button, yeah. uh, and, you know, take one of your close friends of the same sex into a room and J.O. all over each other while you shout out random names to get each other off. That sounds like a one. You know where else you can do that? In the woods. <laughs> get some woodges in our forests. Make, make sure you don't step in the shit that I left there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you're on Twitter, ladies, or Tinder, ladies, just give Derek a little swipe right. He's single now. Just, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. <laughs> just give him a little... That's, I'll take it. I will take. I will take pity <laughs> swipes were, at this you point. You're supposed to hear that. I'll take pity. Sit right next to you. I can hear I everything you say. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Until next week. Stay angry. <laughs>